and we back in this thing like we left some welcome back y'all to a new damn season of i got a story to tell it's been a while it's been a while i'm so happy to be back man um the reception and the conversations i've had about the podcast since last season has been unbelievable um some of the emails that i've received have been so let me be honest with y'all during last season i had my doubts where i was like man i don't know like i don't know if i want to keep going i don't want to know if i want to keep doing this but it be the emails i got an email um from a cat who's overseas and uh, he plays basketball overseas. And the email, like damn, it brought me to tears when it was like, uh, the email said, I listened to your podcast um, and he's from Denver. He's like, I'm from Denver, uh, moved around a lot as a kid, lived all over the Midwest. And your stories like make me feel like, you know, that was my life. And your stories get me through being homesick over here. And I was like, damn, I got to keep going then. I got to keep doing it. So, man, I want to say thank you to you all for shit, just allowing me to share my truth, share my stories, um, be vulnerable at times. Um, I feel like what's crazy, I feel like we're all in a room together when I'm telling these stories. And it's so therapeutic for me. It's like I'm in a judge-free zone and I can just be me. So I thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for fucking with me, for riding with me. Um, And we back for another season. It's J5, y'all. For y'all who don't know, it's January 5th. Oh, it's a holiday. It's a fucking holiday. January 5th, Founders Day. Of the greatest fraternity ever, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, to all my brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi, I want to say happy Founders Day, happy J5, party tonight, have a great time, be safe, but have a good time. Uh, ladies, if you are in a city or a town um, and you're looking to get like, like get ran through a little bit, right? Um, even if you got somebody special at home. He'll understand. Go to wherever the J5 meetup is tonight and go choose you a Kappa man. Go ahead. It's accepted. It's okay. But that's what today is about. Um, for everybody who hit me up uh, to wish me happy J5, I say thank you. Um, y'all know how much Kappa means to me, the work that I do and time I put in with Kappa. Um, so... I'm not going to give no song of the week this week. I'm not giving no flowers or no nothing. It's fucking January 5th. So I got a fucking Kappa store. If y'all ready, I'm ready. I got a Kappa story to tell. Let's go.
so <laughs> so this story takes place in 1997 so if you've been following the podcast since season one you know there's a story on there and uh season one called i hate the kappas because they always stealing it's j5 y'all so you know i gotta have a, a good old kappa story so this is a continuation kind of of that story now in that story that episode i talked about ronnie god rest his soul um one of my frat brothers, my chapter brothers, um, that I really hated him when I met him. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. <sighs> so now let me tell you how me and Ronnie start getting cool. Like I said, it's 1997. I'm a freshman in college still. And I really don't like this nigga Ronnie. But shit was about to change. So. It's like a Monday or Tuesday on campus. And I know the Kappa's got a party coming up that Friday. Party comes, that shit off the hook. I mean, the fraternities and sororities, they strolling and stepping around and shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like the Kappa's, you know, what they normally do, they let all the other organizations step and stroll around pretty much, you know, majority of the night. Then when it's their time to make an entrance, they're going to make an entrance. So they do that. Donnell's at the front of the line. And I mean, he's he doing his thing. And the line of Kappas from my school, they come in. And I'm just watching. Even though I don't like this nigga Ronnie, I'm like, man, fuck the Kappas. I'm looking at the line like, ooh, shit, I want to be that. Even though I was hating a little bit on the inside, right? So they come in. And I mean, all eyes are on them. Everybody's watching. They was those guys where your girl wanted to be with them and every dude wanted to be like them type shit, right? So they going around, strolling and shit. And I'm like, man, these niggas cold, man. Now, one thing I can say about Ronnie, even though at the time I hated this nigga, man, when it came to like stepping and strolling, smooth, right? That's one thing I can say. My chapter, we was cold when it came to that so Ronnie doing this thing whatever I see this chick she eyeballing him I mean she is eye fucking this nigga right so I'm like damn okay cool now I'm the type person where I was back then but you know now I'm saved sanctified and holy ghost filled hey glory right but back then like if chicks was at you, I was like, oh, yeah, he's that nigga, right? So, anyway, party's going on. It's a great time. DJ Ron Hunter is up there killing it. Party gets over with. The Kappas, you know, all the organizations, all the uh, fraternities and sororities, they lock up. They do this thing where they chant as they marching out of the party. So this is the first time I see the Kappas do the roll. And this is like a little chant. The roll, the roll, the roll to Kappa land is rough and rugged. So they do that. And I'm like, damn, that's some cold shit. Get outside. I see Ronnie standing in the parking lot. Now, you know, at the let out of a party is, you know, everybody out there parking lot pimping and, you know, trying to set up their moves for the night. 
So the chick that I saw who didn't go to school with us, she's standing there talking to Ronnie. And she tough. Oh, she tough, tough. So she's talking to Ronnie, but I look to her right and she has her homegirl with her. Now, let me describe her homegirl. Her homegirl had like the facial features and makeup of like, y'all remember the wrestler Junkyard Dog? Like she looked like Junkyard Dog in the face, right? She got a little size to her. She probably about five. I'm going to give her five, two. I'm going to give her five, two. Because like she's shorter. Um, had a little size on her, you know, she tipping the scales at a ready 225, right? She could play a little like nose tackle, a little three technique, something like that in the league, right? So she's standing there and I mean, she's like, I can see the interference that she's running and I can see like the hate that she's putting on the situation. Now, I don't like Ronnie, but what I don't like even more is that Junkyard Dog is like, really doing some hating and some blocking. I take it upon myself. I said, hold on, man. Let me try to go run some interference. Again, I hate this nigga, Ronnie. Hate this dude at the time. But I still don't want to see him get hated on with getting some new action, right? Or some action, period. So I walk over. I'm like, what's up, Ronnie? He like, what's up, Mike? I dap him up. I'm like, what you, what you, what you into for the night? Like, what's the move? He like, man, me and Bird might go here, might do this, yada, yada, yada. So as he's talking, I put my hand out, introduce myself to the young lady he's talking to. She introduced herself. I put my hand out to Junkyard Dog, right? And I'm, what I'm trying to do is like, I want, soon as Junkyard Dog like introduces herself, my intent is to like pull her off to the side to give Ronnie and old girl some alone time. So she introduced herself. I'm like, oh, my name is Mike. Okay. Like, attitude shitty, right? Like, nasty, fucked up attitude. So I'm like, damn. Okay. You got, you know, a fucking pit bull with you. So I'm like, well, all right then, Ronnie. And as I'm walking away, like, he and I look at each other. I give him kind of the Jordan shoulder shrug, like, nigga, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to help you. And he laughed. He like, I'm going to holler at you. I'm like, all right. I walk off. The next day, I see Ronnie on campus. He like, Mike, man, I appreciate you, you know, trying to run that interference. I'm like, yeah, you know, um, I know we don't really rock with each other and shit, but, you know, I didn't want to see you getting hated on. He like, nah, I appreciate that. We went our own separate ways. About two weeks after that, <coughs> excuse me, two weeks after that, there's a party going on at UD. Now, UD is the University of Dayton. From my campus to University of Dayton, about 15, 20 minute drive. The two young ladies that Ronnie was talking to, they go to UD. I happen to run into Ronnie on campus. He say, Mike, you know, some of us going down to the party at UD, you want to roll? I'm like, eh, I'll let you know. I thought about it for about two days. Run into Ronnie, I'm like, yeah, I'll ride. Again, I don't fuck with this nigga Ronnie. I hate all the cappers at this point, other than Nail and Paris. They cool. But I'm still not fucking with the rest of them. I'm like, man, fuck these niggas. Niggas taking all the girls and all. So I'm on some hating shit, right? But I'm like, I do low-key want to be a capper. So I'm like, I roll with them. There the party comes. Now, 
the University of Dayton was never known for having like these great parties. Every now and again, they would be, you know, they would have an alright party. It'd be hit or miss. Now it was usually the shit if like other schools and, and students from other campuses came to that party and like livened it up. Now anytime Zeta chapter, which is my chapter, was in the house, oh nigga, we gonna do what it do. So get down to UD. It's me and four cappers. I'm feeling good. I walk in with the cappers. Everybody, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Getting the party. Ronnie, the other cap, they doing their thing. They strolling around the park and all eyes on them. I'm like, damn, these niggas get all the attention. Guess who walks in? The chick Ronnie was hollering at and JYD. JYD walks in there. She has on a navy blue Tommy Hill figure sweatshirt. Like with the big Tommy Hill figure logo on it. Like she want everybody to know she got on Tommy, right? Like this is a fucking billboard on her her sweatshirt. She has on some big ass jeans with the biggest cuff in them shits, right? Like she's cuffed them shits like super high. As my sans Jimmy, my brother Mac will call him a $500 cuff. And she has on some Eastlands. Y'all know what Eastland shoes are, right? And she walk in. Now, I make eye contact with both of them. But Ronnie's on the floor strolling. So I go over I'm like, hey, what's up? How y'all doing? The girl Ronnie's talking to. Nice, cordial. Hey, how you doing? Junkyard dog. Hey. At this point, I want to be like, damn, Slim. Like, lose the fucking attitude. But I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey. The party is going great. Ronnie gets done strolling. He steps out in the hallway. He's talking to the young lady. Here comes JYD. She walking up like she's a fucking bodyguard. And she just standing there. So at this point, I'm starting to feel like, damn, is Slam like slow? Like, I'm like, no, no bullshit. I'm thinking like, is she like slow? Like, does she have, like, some type of mental situation going on where she feels like she has to be up on old girl, like, and next to her at all times? So, here I go about to run interference. I go out there. I'm like, hey, Ronnie, you know, like, what's the move, like, after this? Like, I'm trying to go to another spot. He sees what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I don't even know. You know, might go kick it somewhere. I ain't sure. Old girl Ronnie's talking to said, y'all should come to our, our spot. Now, Ronnie, of course, said, now, also, Ronnie, neither Ronnie or I have a car. So, I'm like, okay, this could be tricky, but we can figure it out. Ronnie's like, oh, shit, I right, bet. She tries to incentivize and, like, add on. Cheney, it wasn't even an incentive because Ronnie had already said yeah. But she throws it out there like, basically, like, I got some liquor at the crib. She's like, you know, I got some, some drinks at the house. So Ronnie like, all right, cool. Ronnie look at me like, shit, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go. So we tell cats we roll with, hey, 
y'all gonna do y'all thing. We'll meet y'all on campus tomorrow or later on or something like that. All right, cool. We go to their crib. Get to their crib. Her and JYD, Junkyard Dog, live together. So we get in there. Old girl goes straight to the kitchen. She mixing up. I mean, this concoction is crazy. It's like Zima, Mad Dog, like some other bullshit, like gas station liquor she done bought. We like, fuck it. We young. We shit, All right, cool. We drink. We sitting around drinking. Usually when you drink, liquor will like loosen you up a little bit. You know, you chill out. Nah, not Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog was taking this liquor down. Like her name was Stanley and she worked on cars, right? She ain't budging. She still got like the mean like look on her face and shit. Oh, and she wear glasses and them shit's like bus windows thick, right? So I'm like, damn. So old girl that Ronnie's talking to, she's getting hammered. I mean, nigga, she's getting faded. She hit Ronnie with, hey, you, you want to go in my room? Because they had separate bedrooms. You, you want to go in my room? It was like two bedrooms in a common area, like a little kitchen, a little sitting area. So as soon as she says this, JYD like, mm-mm, y'all need to go in there. I get mad, and I'm like, shit, let them do what they do. She, mm-mm, no. So I know now, I'm looking at it two ways. I'm getting mad because you hate me. And be like, this is a challenge. How can I fix this? I turn into fixer man at this point. So I throw it out there to JYD. I look down at them big ass cuffs. I'm like, hey, she let them go in there. Man, you can chill in your room. Man, she give me the ugly. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, shit, what have I done? Right. But fuck it. I'm helping my man, you know complete the mission I want to be wingman me and old girl go in her room we chilling we talking shooting the shit a little bit it's real uncomfortable um, then she starts to chill out a little bit telling me she from Cleveland and all this shit I'm like oh, okay cool junkyard dog hops up grabs her CD book and throws on Maxwell Urban Hang Suite. People who know me know I love that album. Now, the first few songs on that album are a little upbeat. First like four or five. Oh, but nigga, after them first four or five, it gets slow. Maxwell get to sing. By the time we get to whenever, wherever, whatever on that album. JYD looking over at me like I'm a, pl- a pot of neck bones and she trying to devour. And I'm like, oh shit, hold on. Now, I start like, you know, really observing the situation and shit. Now, I've hit some ones and twos in my life. Like, I don't want y'all to think like, oh, you know, I'm looking at her like I wouldn't smash. Oh yeah, I've, swer- I've smashed worse. So I, that ain't, I'm just observing like, huh, do I really, really, really want to do this? We sitting there, Maxwell singing his heart out. 
when I tell y'all. Junkyard dog leans over like to kiss me. Now, like I've told y'all in previous episodes, back then, like I wasn't on like no kissing shit, really. Like that was too intimate. Like kissing and, you know, that type shit, I think I felt like gave you the message like I like you more than just we about to fuck, right? I didn't want to send that mixed message. So she leans in to kiss me. I don't know. It might have been that concoction of liquor. I'm like, she go with it. So I'm in this like dimly lit room with a fucking black light. Maxwell playing. Kissing a broad who looks like JYD, right? But I'm like, fuck it. I'll go with it. Now, I can blame it on the liquor. Honestly, I can say it was the liquor, but I knew what the fuck I was doing. But I'm like, fuck it. Let's go with it. Because what I'm thinking is, and my view is, this going to make me and Ronnie cool because we got a story to share in the morning, right? JYD attacks me. Like, JYD was a little strong too. Like, I could tell JYD comes from like a family of niggas who like lift up logs and car motors with their own hands and shit. So she's like real forceful and shit. And I'm like, hold on, Slim. Like, damn, hold on. Needless to say, I end up smashing JYD. I done smashed a chick that looked like Junkyard Dog. All because I really like didn't want this nigga Ronnie to get hated on. So I had to complete the mission. I had to look out for my fellow brother, right? And when I say Junkyard Dog has some fire. Ooh wee. Junkyard Dog had some fire like when I tell you okay she was built like Vince Wilford for my football people she built like Vince Wilford like but nigga she was sitting on the gold mine I'm like oh my god night passes next morning I get up I go knock on old girl's door Ronnie comes to the door. He like, nigga. He like, shit. How we gonna get? I'm like, shit. Fuck it. We we'll figure it out. Get on the phone. Call somebody. To come pick us up. We get back to campus. Me and him are standing out in front of Hamilton Hall because that's where we got dropped off at. And we laughing. Oh, we laughing. We having a great time. Just reliving that experience. And he like, man, I can't believe you smashed. I was like, I was just trying to make sure, you know, you got it in with old girl. He like, man, I appreciate that shit. He was like, man, your secret's safe with me. I was like, bet, say no more. I'm like, nigga, don't tell nobody I done smashed, you know, this motherfucking Snapdragon, right? He like, oh, that ain't shit. Couple months pass. It's a party at Wright State. Who walks in? The junkyard dog. I see her coming in. I'm like, oh shit. Now I got a girlfriend at this time. Junkyard dog walk in. I'm like, please don't let this go left. 
But Junkyard Dog was so player about the situation. She walked in. She hit me with, what's up, Mike? I'm like, what's up? How you been? She was like, I'm good. And she kept it moving. I'm so hyped by how she played it that I'm like, damn, I low-key want to smash again because she cool. Shit. At the let out, hey, what you finna do when you leave here? Shit, go back to the crib. I'm like, shit, can I come through? Yeah. Go through, smash again. Me and Ronnie have never, ever, ever talked about that. Like, after that. Ever. Until 2009. And he was going to need me to play wingman again. That's how me and Ronnie got cool. That's how me and Ronnie got cool. I took an L. Ransom interference became a great wingman. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to be a captain. In capital, we learned a piece of information called altruism. It's the unselfish concern for the welfare of others. And we learned something called deference. The willful submission of one's own wills and wishes to the wills and wishes of another. Part two of this story will be about when Ronnie needed me to play wingman again. But on this J5, on this Founders Day, Ronnie, thank you for teaching me altruism and deference. I'm out. Yo.